This is Rat Pack Radio, the internet radio station that brings you everything from the top hits of music. Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. To Sports Talk Radio. With the first pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Jared Goff, quarterback, California. We are here for you, WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Come join the pack. Download the WRP Rat Pack Radio app on Google Play, BlackBerry, and the Apple Store. If you're streaming, you can stream us on TuneIn.com, Web Radio Central, or RatPackSports.com slash RatPackRadio. The Underground, discovering hidden talent worldwide. Playing daily on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. Come join the pack. Sports fans, and welcome to... You're listening to the Rat Pack Sports Show, live on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. It's new, it's fresh, it's a slam dunk! You're listening to Rat Pack Sports Show on WRPR, Rat Pack Radio. to realize his limitations. You don't know me, and you don't know what I'm capable of. That was a heck of an effort. This house is a prison in the galaxy of this sucks. You free enough. This is over. When I say it is over, I will massacre you. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Are you not entertained? I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. That's how I roll. Offensive foul! Hello? You play to win the game. There's a drive! Right back! It might be! It could be! Yeah! This is my favorite part coming up right now. WRPR Sunday night NFL Sunday here live at the Rat Pack and we're gonna have a good show tonight a lot of good games today uh, some surprising games but as you can say it is the NFL and it is any given Sunday right uh, any given Sunday anybody can come out. And on top and get a win. Even the teams that are not playing as well as others, even the teams that are that are not in contention, 
uh, on the annual basis can come out and beat a top-ranked team. You got to come with it uh, week after week. You got to be ready to play. You you know, coaches, players, they got to be prepared uh, to go get it done on a week-to-week basis. And, uh, you know, it, it's any, any given week. So uh, we're going to get to a lot of NFL talk here as well. We should have uh, William Graves calling in here. And in a little bit, um, but first things first, right? First things first. So, uh, we're going to get into the Bucks game. We're gonna go first things first. So uh we're gonna get into the Bucks uh versus the Falcons uh matchup and uh just give my opinion on you know the game itself and also you know what I expected in this game. So uh and we got the, uh, you know, this is a big-time Sunday night game here. Uh, Eagles and Dolphins. Eagles just scored. Uh, they're going to go up. Here's 17-3. Uh, to three, uh, Late second quarter. And, you know, Eagles, you know, Super Bowl contender. So, this is a big test for the Miami Dolphins, um, you know, coming into this game to compare themselves to see where they are up against the best, you know, team out of the NFC. All right, so let, let's get into this uh, Bucks-Falcons game because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to give my opinion here and, and uh, you know, just – let people know, you, you know, where this, where this team stands at and, you know, in the ranks, not just in the, in the division, but, you know, just the ranks within the NFC and, uh, you know, the NFL. So, um, first things first is – we have uh, two teams, and it doesn't matter to me uh, what anybody else thinks. Uh, I'm just going off of the obvious. You got two teams that are in the rebuild. Yeah, even though the Bucks have been in the playoffs the last, you know, three years, we got a Super Bowl uh this is a team in transition we're not we're we're only established as you know what we've done over the past 3 years but we got some holes on this team some issues uh you know running the ball 
We have some consistency issues on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we have some consistency issues on the offensive side of the ball. So we're not we're not in the same conversation as you know you would see, uh, you know Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia, uh, you know Buffalo, uh, even even like you know Dallas Cowboys or the Rams. Uh, these those teams are more established, and number one thing is they have a quarterback that, when when things are not going right, they can they can right the ship and you know push the team towards a victory. I don't feel like obviously we know Atlanta isn't there. They've been in the rebuilding stage for a few years. They have a young team that uh, competes week in and week out. Buccaneers on the other turn, you know, kind of trying to really kind of trying to stay established, you know, with the presence of uh, Baker Mayfield, who is trying to kickstart the second part of his career, you know, to prove that he could be a starting quarterback in this league. So I don't feel like neither one of these teams are – you know, uh, shoe in for anything. It's more of a rebuilding. But let's go. Let's go into this uh, game. So, um, going into this game, and uh, when I did my picks, I did take uh, the Bucks. So, I did take the Bucks to win this game. I thought you know playing at home would make a difference, and I felt like you know we were good enough to at least you know come out of this this game with a uh with a victory that's what i thought that's what i thought uh turns out that it didn't it didn't work out that way so uh let me see if i can pull up pull up my picks first of all let's see for the week let's go Games home. I don't know why it's so hard. Like when you make your picks on these on the ESPN website, um, they don't just pop up. Like I do these things every week, and I got like fit to like seven different uh, entries, and I only do one every week. But um. All right, so I, I guess these are my picks for this past week. All right, so uh, I did take the Bucks. <clears throat> what? That ain't it. I know I made. I know I made my picks. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's saying I didn't even make them. So I got this whole week, whole week of picks. I don't even have them. But I, I know I made my picks. So what did I use? I don't understand this. I know I made my picks. Hold on now. It must not it must not have saved. That's the only that's the only thing I can think of. The the picks didn't save. But I know I know I made these picks.
That's crazy. He didn't even save my picks, man. That's garbage. That's straight up garbage. Matter of fact, I made I made my picks uh, Wednesday night when we were talking about uh, the picks on the show with me and William while we were talking about our picks. Shoot, I made my picks. You know, it's t- now it's saying that I didn't make them. So none of my picks from this week uh saved unless they went somewhere else. Well, there they is. Bull crap. Pick five. I didn't even see this is what I'm talking about right here. We make picks and then they create a whole whole nother entry for you uh instead of saving them to the the one that I've been doing them on. So right now I got Five five entries, five different entries, and I've been trying to figure out how to get rid of them because I really don't don't want uh, five different entries because I only use well, I only keep all my picks together with one. So uh, yeah, this is this is garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. So, anyways, um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just make my picks like through the rest of the season, man. Uh, when I'm doing this week, I'm gonna do like three weeks out, so I ain't I ain't got to worry about about this jump. I I'm good enough. But um, so uh, I, I I when I did my picks, I thought I picked took the bucks. To, to win the game. So, obviously that didn't happen, and a lot of things went, went I'm not going to say went south, because, uh, you know, watching that game, I just felt like, you know, both teams show why they're not really serious, you know, contenders. And, and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We know We we didn't have any uh, aspirations of winning no Super Bowl this year, so we knew it was in a rebuilding phase. But you're at home. You obviously it's the vis- divisional matchup, and you want to win. <clears throat> you know you want to win those divisional matchups because they they matter at the end of the season. Uh, and you know Atlanta is one of them teams. Actually, that was some some people picked to uh, win the NFC South. Now I can see why, you know, I can see why they picked. You know, some people picked Atlanta. This is a this is a up and coming team. Uh, you know, the last few years they've been like I said, they've been in the rebuilding process, just restocking, uh, drafting well, and just you know. Uh, kind of coming off of that, that that Julio Jones, Matt Ryan era, and uh, starting over, uh, built rebuilding the defense, of uh, you know offensively, getting some new pieces, 
uh, uh, Desmond Ritter is kind of an unknown guy. Nobody really knew much about him. Uh, but he came in, uh, was drafted, and they really liked him. So uh, they handed him the keys to the ship or the keys to the house this offseason and said, hey, but this is your job. So, um, if, you know, from everything I've seen today from Ritter, he looks like a, a, a guy who can make all the throws, has good mobility. Um you know, uh, makes, you know, if you give him time, obviously, like any quarterback, you know, makes good decisions. But uh, one thing that kind of haunts him is, is turnover. So, you know, he had a, a fumble snap on the one-yard line that ended up being recovered by the Bucks. Uh, you had a another play where it looked like he had a touchdown on the scramble. And he fumbles the ball out of bounds. It was a great hustle play by uh, Winfield. Great hustle play by Winfield. He was the only one that kept hustling. And he ended up stripping the ball out of his hands because, one, as a as a runner, they, they always tell you ball outside. Well, he had the ball outside and was just, you know, careless with the ball, not, not thinking that somebody was behind him. And got the ball knocked out of his hand. So that cost Atlanta, you know, possible 14 points. Just on just on his mistakes. And then he had another fumble, you know, late uh, in later on in the game as well. So um his problem to me seems like it's it's gonna be turnovers. Uh, you know, on the season he's Thrown for 1,600 yards, six touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, you know, QBR ranking is 22nd, 43 uh, in the league. But we expect this from a young quarterback who's just been thrusted into action as a starting quarterback uh, in the league. But today he had a he had a good game, uh, 19 for 25. Uh, 76% completion, 250 yards. No, you know, no touchdowns, no interceptions. The three fumbles, you know, hurt them. And they was all lost fumbles. But uh, they still managed to come out on top and win this game due to the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, offensively just can't run the ball. I mean, you know, we've been – I, we've been saying this, I've been saying this all season long, you can't be a serious offense if you can't run the ball. And for, for everything that's being said about, you know, our offensive line, uh, you know, with all the shuffling and, and moving Tristan Wirtz from uh, right guard to left tackle and how well he's playing at that spot, you know, Baker coming in, being playing serviceable football, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's been playing great. For Baker Mayfield, yeah, yeah. For his standards, maybe some of you want to say he's been playing great. But from a quarterback standpoint, he's been ser- He's been serviceable. He's had a few good games, you know, really good games this season. 
and the rest of it has been kind of like average to you know below average. And today, uh, if you look at the numbers today, it would, it would tell you Baker uh, had a good game. Twenty-seven for forty-two, two seventy-five. He had the bad heat. That the interception was a bad throw. Uh, Shouldn't have made that read. Uh, on that same play, he had uh, Rashad White wide open in the back in the um, flats for the first down. And you're down three. You're you're somewhat in field goal range. You're getting late in the game. The last thing you want to do is is take a shot and and make a bad throw, and that's what he did, and that's that is part of experience, which he has. So he should know better not to make that throw in that moment. You guaranteed at least the three points if you could just hold on to the ball. You're guaranteed at least the three points to you know take the lead. And we ended up throwing the interception. That's decision making, you know. That's decision making, and that's Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, career. So, uh, but you know, Evans caught a touchdown, six receptions for eighty-two yards, had a forty-yard touchdown. Uh, um. Chris Godwin, six receptions. I want to say I think he had about uh, 60-something yards receiving. Evans had 82 yards receiving. Rashad White actually had six receptions also for about uh, 65 yards. So uh, offensively, you know, the ball was spread around. He had, you know, Three guys with six receptions, and then Kate Otten had five receptions from the tight end spot. Uh, you know, that these numbers are for Baker Mayfield, this is good, right? This is this is good. But against teams like Atlanta, you gotta figure out a way to win these games. Now, I've been, you know, hearing the argument. Since the game was over with, you know, I, I, I kind of like to go into the uh, the groups and interact with the fans just to see what everybody is saying and, you know, get an idea of what everybody's excuses are. Because every, every week, you know, we hear a ton of excuses, tons of excuses. And for me, as a football player, when I played, I didn't make excuses. You know, when I when I analyze and, and break down tape and film, I don't I don't make excuses. It ain't no what else here. This is what's this is what's on the video. So today, um, you know, we I hear argument from people saying that. The defense was tired. They was on the field too long. Uh, offense didn't do enough. Well, we know the offense didn't do enough. 13 points. I mean, we lost 16-13. Obviously, the offense didn't do enough. Uh, but a lot of people were saying defense. Defense, 
Uh, you know, defense, again, another week kept us in it. Offense couldn't help him out. And I like to just pinpoint some things. Uh, defense gave up 401 yards uh, on total offense. Uh, we gave up 156 yards rushing, 38 attempts. Um, 245 yards passing. Uh, total plays, Atlanta Falcons, 64 plays. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 65 plays. Tampa Bay had 329 yards, total offense. Um... 73 yards rushing, 20 attempts, 3.7 yards per carry. It's not good enough. Uh, we're probably one of the worst teams in the league running the football. We had two turnovers. We lost a fumble, and we threw an interception. So we were, we were what's that, plus one. Is that right, plus one? Yeah, plus one. On the day, because we got three, we gave two back. So, we were plus one on the day. Um, here's the here's the kicker. Buccaneers had more time possession. So, we had 30 minutes on the clock. Falcons had 29. As I stated above, they ran one less play than the Bucks. 65 plays in a game for a football team is not a lot of plays. That's slightly above, of, you know, the average game. So the, the excuse of they were tired when you literally was – you literally spit, split the time down the middle on the, on the, on the possessions – on the time clock. So, as a defense, if you're tired playing 65 plays and and being on the field for 30 minutes, and that's your excuse for them having the breakdowns they had late in the game, that's all it is to me. It is an excuse. Because at the end of the day, if you watch the game, the Falcons outplayed us offensively, obviously, 400 total yards offense, uh, 156 yards rushing. Defensively, they were they were they 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 were better at the line of scrimmage. 73 yards rushing. Um, offensively, they protected the passer. They ran the ball better. They outplayed us. In the second half, in the second half, uh, the Falcons did a better job of offensive play calling and just keeping our defense guessing, keeping our defense off balance, uh, doing a lot of different things uh, with motion, getting the ball out on the edges with the quarterback, using the quarterback legs to their advantage, and uh, just moving the ball. Uh, they gave up two possessions. 
two of those turnovers that the Falcons had was literally them going into the end zone, like on the one-yard line. So I know a lot of people want to say uh, defense kept us in it. Of course they did. But if the Falcons don't fumble the snap, that's not a defensive pressure type deal. That's that's an offensive gaffe. Like, you just 99 out of 100 times, 100 out of, out of 100, you should get the snap right. So, that's a bot snap. That's on the offense. That's not really on the, – the play hadn't even started yet. So, I'm going to put that on the Falcons. That's on them. Uh, and then the fumble – on the hustle play by Winfield, uh, that's a, I'm gonna give Winfield a hustle play, but at the same time, who, what quarterback? And if you do that situation, same situation, uh, nine out of ten times, guess what? That's a touchdown. So the Falcons left 14 points on the field and still won the game on the field goal. Uh, you know, at the end with. In in terms, this game should have been over with. It should have been a, t- a two score game, fourteen point game, uh, and you, you know they should have had thirty points. So we got to we have to be better on both sides of the ball. We have to be better offensively running the ball. We have to be better. Uh, you we we have to find some type of consistency. Uh, because if we can't run the ball, you don't have an offense. I don't. It doesn't matter to me uh, about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You can sling the ball to them all day long. But if you can't run the ball in this league, you're done. Like you, you don't have an offense against a top ranked team. You don't have an offense against them. You don't. Uh, Atlanta played very good defense. I was surprised at the speed and, and that they had, uh, the, the, the uh, discipline that they had on the defensive side. They didn't leave us a lot of holes. We had we had some some plays, but uh, we only averaged five point yards, five point one yards per play. Um, that's just not good enough. So, where where do we go from here? Uh, we got Buffalo Bills Thursday night in Buffalo. After something, after a game like this, uh, we I think I spoke about this this game here. Uh, Wednesday night on the show, I was talking about our next slew of games, and uh. After losing to Detroit, and the Falcons game was a must win because after that you got some, you got some serious competition coming up Thursday night against Buffalo, and and Buffalo, that might not come out well. Buffalo has not been; they haven't been playing well the last couple of weeks. They want to get themselves back on track. Uh, they're at home, and that's going to be a team eager to get a victory, especially after they just lost to the Patriots today um, and the Patriots, you know, struggles. Then you have the Texans, who we talked about. That That is not a push, 
pushover game. They're going to have to play that game. The Texans are a team that's been playing some good football in, in, uh, offensively and defensively. So that's not a gimme game anymore. That's not a game we can look at and say, oh, we should beat them. Then you got the Titans. I'm going to say the same thing, even though the Titans are struggling. Uh, that team can come in here and they can beat you. Then you got the 49ers. Then you got the Colts. So you're looking at a stretch here, a stretch of one, two, three, four, five games, uh, counting this Falcons game today. That's six games, and you may win two. Maybe. That's the Texans and the Titans. So if you come out of this stretch of these next five games, two and three or one and four, which is very possible, one and four is very possible because this Colts team, uh, they're pretty good too, as we've, we've been seeing on uh, – You know, as we've been seeing, they pretty good also. So, uh, at the end of the day, man, we we got some we got some we got some fixing to do. And I don't know how much better it's gonna get because I don't think. We're that much better than what we're showing. So, for all the, hey, we got a good squad. Hey, we got a, uh, you know, we got a top-ranked defense. All this and that. To me, you know, I mean, if you want to just go and look at the numbers and say, yeah, we got a top-ranked defense, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. You go ahead and do that. But uh, we go past the numbers, and we look at the actual games and opponents we face and and stuff like that. We're not playing like no uh, top-ranked defense. Now, nah, there's some – there's some good defenses in this league. Uh, yeah, there is. I'm finna name them for you. And statistically, yeah, we're not one of the top-ranked defenses, but whatever. But I, I'll, you know, I'll go down the list here. Um, teams that are only teams that are only giving up the teams that are giving up less. Then 300 total yards per game. That's passing and rushing. Number one, Cleveland Browns. Uh, number two, Baltimore Ravens. Number three, 49ers. Number four, Kansas City Chiefs. And number five, guess who, folks? You wouldn't have even thought this before today. The Atlanta Falcons. So we just faced a Falcons team that was three and three. But their defense has been playing outstanding football the whole season. 
their fifth ranked defense. So now, now we now we have to look at this game totally different from an offensive standpoint because that's another that's another opponent that with a top ranked defense that we look we look bad against. So we face uh, New Orleans, which uh, we didn't do that bad against them. They got a top ranked top ranked uh, defense. They're ranked six. Uh, we face the Eagles. They're ranked. They're eighth ranked. This is just this is just uh, yards. I'm just looking at yards, and we face the Detroit Lions. Who uh, are eleven in the league from yards yards per game? Now we go to points. This is where it gets tricky. This is where it gets tricky only because um, I I I attribute it to opponents we face but the Buccaneers points allowed we're giving up 17.3 which is which is not that's pretty good I mean you're six you're six in the whole league in in points given up and you can't figure out offensively how to score more than 17. Because you're not that good on the offensive side of the ball. And defensively, uh, again, are we are we a fifth-ranked defense? No. Points-wise, you can say, yeah, we got the fifth-ranked defense uh, points-wise. But, again, we're, tw- we're in the 20s in yards allowed. We're fifth. In points given up, we're 20th in yards. We're, we're 20th in yards allowed. So, I, again, I attribute that to uh, opponents. So, Bears, uh, not good. Uh, we gave up 17 to Minnesota. They gave us five turnovers. Um, Eagles, we gave up 25. Saints, we you shut them down to nine points, and I would think I think Carr was out that game. I don't think Carr played. Would it have made a difference? I don't know. But uh, then Lions, we gave up 20 to the Lions, and then 16 against the uh, Falcons. So, uh, points, yeah, we we're deep, we're good. Giving up points, but again, if you're giving up tons of yards, then at the end of the day, them them points by the end of the season that that, that that's gonna flip. I'm not saying we're gonna flip and be giving up like 25, 30 a game, but um, you got to be better than this i mean r- rushing wise we're where we at rushing wise probably like 10th against the run and then passing wise we're in the bottom of the league so no we we 
we're not a top-ranked defense. Because to me, to be a top-ranked defense, you got to be in, you got to be ranked in the top in the important categories. You got to be ranked there at the top in the important categories. So, uh, let me go. Let me go to. Uh, So let me go see if I can pull it up. Pull up team team uh stats. I can go and see exactly where where we are. So here we go. I like Pro Football Reference better because they go with more uh depth, more detail uh, with the stats. You know, ESPN. They just give you the bare bones stuff, but uh, you can really get an idea of, you know, on um, Pro Football Reference, you know, a, a good breakdown of, you know, uh, of the numbers, where they're at. So defensively, we're sitting here and um, – this is not counting today's game, but uh, points yard yard wise, we're thirtieth. Um, actually, no, that's not thirtieth. Hold on. Yard wise, is that even right? Fifteen? No, that can't be right. Well, that's only through five games. We had a bye week last week, so you got a few teams that's that's ahead of us. Hmm. So we're 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 first, we're second in the league in uh, first downs, giving up with ninety four. Uh, total takeaways. Let's see where we had in takeaways. We're eighth in takeaways, and let's see what's this passing. Okay, so passing wise, passing yard wise, we are twentieth in the league. Uh, passing defense, and this. It, the passing defense been a problem for me for a long time, you know. Then this is why I can't I can't put us in that category of the top defense because realistically, we can't stop the pass. You don't have a chance against a better team, and we've been right around twentieth, twenty five somewhere in that area for the last, like, three, four, five years uh, stopping the pass. So, um, there's that. So, uh, rushing-wise, we always, since, you know, the last three years, we've been pretty good uh, stopping the run. Uh, we're fifth in the league in that 
which that is expected because Todd Bowles defense, you know, they they, they sell out against the run, uh, stopping the run. I'm trying to get uh third down efficiency. So this is a different stat here. Percentage of drives ending in an offensive score. We're 19th. So 34% of our drives end in a score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. Right. So, I mean, I'm trying to – I want to I want to see if uh, – what our third down efficiency is because conversion against, would that be third down? Yep. Okay, so third down efficiency, third down percentage, we are terrible. And this is the major – this is the major problem uh, for our defense right here, in a nutshell. And I know a lot of people say, oh, well, the offense is on the field. They're not on the field long enough, so the defense is getting tired. Okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, defense is third in third down efficiency. Uh, 31%. New Orleans Saints is second. Detroit Lions is fourth. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're, we're the only team worse than us on third down is the Chicago Bears. They're 50%. So you, you're, you're, you're giving up third downs, first, first downs, at a 50% clip on third down. That's why you de- that's why you're tired. That's why you always on the field. You can't get off the field on third downs. And guess where the Bucks are? They're 49. They they're they're 49%. So 49% of our our drives we're giving up the third downs. It don't matter if it's third and long, third and short. So every time we get out up, we we stay on the field longer. So it works hand in hand. The offenses don't have enough possessions because the defense can't get out the field. And then the defense is on the field too long because the offense can't stay on the field because they suck on offense. So, you know, I, I I measure this defense on those those are important categories. Because if you're fifty percent on third down, you think you're gonna beat uh, uh any team that's worthy? No, you're not. You're not. You're not gonna beat anybody of a, of a worthy opponent because they will make you pay if you can't get off the field on third down. Right? Bills are going to make you pay. 49ers definitely going to make you pay. 
I've been the Colts the last, you know, three or four weeks. Them boys, them boys competing. They're gonna make you pay. You know, I mean, we got the Falcons again in Atlanta. We have to win. If we want to win this division, we got to win that game. But by the time we get to that game, we might be out of it. We may be out of it. If we if we can't beat the Bills, that's three losses in a row. We'll be a, a game under 500 at that point. Uh at four at 3 and 4. We go to Houston. Uh hey, that if we lose that one. You know, that's three and five. I mean, we listen, uh, we can lose these next four games. We can lose these next four games more than we can win these next four games. And if we get to that point and you're at a six-game losing streak, season is over. You're not going anywhere. You're not going nowhere. So they gotta get they gotta get it together quickly. Uh Atlanta, because they do have a top ranked defense statistically and uh points per game wise, and they can get people off the field on third down. Uh Atlanta could possibly go on a little run here. They got some games, uh Titans, Vikings, Cardinals, Saints, Jets. Before they play us again, so they have a they have a little bit tougher of a stretch, but because they're 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 better defensively, uh, they, you know, they're a little bit better. Offensively, they 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 we're about in the same position. They're not blowing nobody out, but they they are, um. Uh, Let's see, 24, 25. Alliance got them 20 to 6. Uh, uh, we played Jacksonville also, so that's going to be a tough game. They managed to beat Houston 21 19. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Texas is going to be a tough game. Uh, we just lost to Atlanta. They beat Houston by two points. And really, I think Houston uh, missed a two point conversion at the end of the game to tie it up. Then you got the Commanders. Uh, so, you know, we just we gotta get better. We just we just gotta we have to, as a team, we have to get better, man. Coaching wise, uh, we got do we have the right players in our system for what we trying to run, offensively? Is the is the, the is the run blocking scheme, is it the right system for the personnel? Was it zone blocking uh, or man man on hat on hat blocking? Look at your personnel. Look at your lineups. All I know is the last, you know, couple years, even with Tom Brady, uh, we haven't been able to run the ball well. So it's not something that's brand new. I know with a new offensive coordinator, uh, it's a lot of things to get used to. But we can't block anybody. We got running backs getting hit 
two, three, four yards deep in the backfield. I don't care who you put back there. Uh, there's only one back that I know can be successful and don't have an offensive line in front of him. And he, he's been retired for probably uh, 20 years. His name was Barry Sanders. Actually, Barry Sanders retired in, was it, 99, 2000? So, 2000, yeah. He's been retired for 20-some years. He's the only running back that I ever seen that could uh that could be successful without an offensive line. Ninety nine. That was when he uh retired. Dang, boy, that's a long time ago. He makes all of us feel old. Whew. And he was like, I mean, all he had to do, he retired at 31, and he had just come off of one of his best seasons. Um, Yeah, he had just came off of his best season. Still don't have a, a... Real good reason to why he retired, man. He ran for 1,400 yards that season. Um, well, no, he was 1,400 yards short of breaking the all-time rushing record, which is just for him, that's one season. Which is, I mean, nobody really um, – Nobody really knows for sure why he retired. He never really gave a reason. A lot of people want to. A lot of people guess. Uh, but this dude only played ten years in the league, and he ran for uh, fifteen thousand yards in ten years. Fifteen twenty six. 15,296 yards. And he probably had had 31, I'm going to say, four more years of, you know, 12 to 1,400 yards a season. Never really suffered a career in the injury like that. I mean, uh, you know, he never never missed a game, never suffered any big-time injuries. Uh, he probably could have played four or five more years at, at that level. So he would have retired with, like, 20,000 yards. We wouldn't even been talking about, you know, Emmitt Smith's uh, rushing record. You wouldn't even been talking about Amy Smith. So, yeah, man, but I got sidetracked. But um, 
Yeah, that's what uh, we're here talking about. So uh, the Bucks just next week or uh, Thursday night, we got a uh, uh, Buffalo at Buffalo, and I'm going. We're going to try to get a little uh, pregame segment, a live stream on Facebook. Little pregame segment. Before the Thursday night game. So yeah. But um what we're gonna do now. Uh we're gonna take a quick break. And uh when we come back, we're gonna review some of these other games that that went on today. Like I said, it was a lot of good games. A lot of close games, a lot of good games today. And um, we'll get into some of those those other games when we get back here from this break. Uh, you're listening to Rat Pack Sports Show, live Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. We'll be back.